0: t
1: 2022 so i know where you're going with that no we won the world series this year put it on record
0: you are winning
1: the world series we're winning the world series
0: let's go that final shot it's no good villanova is in the elite eight as they beat michigan once again in san antonio 63 to 55 the final score and on their march to return to the final four Houston has deposed of a number-one seed. The Houston Cougars have knocked off the top-seeded Wildcats of Arizona 72 to 60 and the run for coach K continues He's not done yet Duke 78, Texas Tech 73, the Blue Devils will play on. Salas will inbound into them hard, there's the horn, it's over. Number one is done. Arkansas storms from eighth down to win it. They knock out the top seed, Gonzaga, 74-68, the final score. We believed, you know, nobody else did. We read everything, I'm telling you. We put it up on our screen, every
2: single meal. Thank you to everybody that said we had no chance.
3: Calm down, Eric. T in the Morning Show. The Lollipop Guild. <laughs> Our three.
1: Toby and T J back with you, brought to you every day by Extreme Outdoor Equipment. Weather is turning. Get by, get your bad boy mower, the number one mower in the industry. Friday, March twenty five. Uh we got Derek Smith coming up next hour. I'm gonna, can I be honest with you about something off the top?
3: Uh, Please. We like I when had you're honest nec- with us.
1: I had another nectarine during that last commercial break. Not as good as yesterday. Huh. Not as juicy and good. Remember how much I liked
3: yesterday's you nectarine? You loved yesterday's nectarine. Oh, my gosh. That A little bit too much.
1: Yeah. That thing was unbelievable. <laughs> Uh today's nectarine I did not find as enjoyable as yesterday's nectarine.
3: Huh. Well, I'm, well, I'm just sorry to be honest that. with you about sorry it. About I that. just want to be
1: honest with you about it. All right. Uh you said we have some tickets to give away.
3: Yes, we do. Couple of pair. Well, let's do it. All right. Uh th- th- brought to you by the OU Club of Tulsa. They reached out to for- us. Bedlam. Bedlam Baseball in Tulsa on Tuesday night. Yeah, Uh, And we're giving them away today because... Do you want to give them away uh, Monday? I thought maybe there was a reason. Well, my reasoning was you give someone time to plan. You give it away Monday or Tuesday. Uh, Maybe they're rushed to figure out how they're going to get to Tulsa if they're not in Tulsa. Maybe the winners are in Tulsa. I don't know. I just wanted them to have time to... We have a huge listening audience in Tulsa. How dare you assume
1: that the winner would just live in Oklahoma City? This is the same with the Volkswagen person this
3: morning. Even if you're You're in Tulsa. You're stereotyping our listeners. Even if you're in Tulsa, you probably want to have time to, you know, get some things straightened out. If you had something going on Tuesday, now I can rearrange and move some stuff around. And now I can go to the Bedlam game. Because I won tickets courtesy of the OU Club of Tulsa and the T-Row in the morning show. I'm going to go
1: see those guys before the game over at Lefties. By the way, if you are in the OU Club of Tulsa, come see me before the game on Tuesday. Had a good time hanging out with them last year. We're going to do it again this year. You don't have, by the way. There's a lot of confusion over this. You don't have to be left-handed to get into Lefties. They let right-handed and left-handed people in the door.
3: You're saying they let I'm Josh Heupel in that place? Well, he's a lefty. He's a lefty. Uh, there's That's no I'm question asking. about lefties. Nah, they're not. The question is always been, what about righties?
1: That's been the question. I I do bat left-handed in softball, slow pitch softball, but I do everything else right-handed. So when I got there, last year I said full disclosure at the front door. Full disclosure, I'm right-handed. And they said, "Come on in." So, that's the kind of people they are at Lefties. How do we give these tickets away? That's what, to to that's what I was about to ask you. That's
3: what I was about I was about to ask you, how do you want to give these away? Well,
1: we probably should have put some thought into
3: this. <laughs> well, that's we why that's why I emailed you yesterday, and uh, you know, reminded you on a tweet last night. I thought you would come up that with we're giving one giving of away your tickets? famous. You
1: reminded me that we're giving away tickets. Oh, on a tweet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Tickets yeah, I, give away. I did. And it's up to me to come up with a question.
3: Is what your, you're telling? T- me. Your Toby trivia questions are famous. Why would I come up with a trivia question? Yeah, why would you? We don't have to do a trivia question. We can uh, give them like a secret uh, word, perhaps uh, some type of what did we say earlier in the week about this, and they've got to text in the answer. It doesn't have to necessarily be a trivia question. It could simply be the fourth person and the fifth person to text Bedlam to the text line, and we give it to those people. (sighs) However you want to do it.
1: Kevin Henry wants to know if amphibians could get in.
3: No, <laughs> I don't think you meant amphibians. Fish. There,
1: he's being funny. <laughs> he's... Yes, if you're ambidextrous, <laughs> ambidextrous. You <can> get in. <laughs> Amphibians, no, because you're gonna mess up the place. You're gonna get like water <laughs> everywhere. Be stinking in there People after a uh, couple of hours on the floor. Yeah, it'll stink. Yeah, it People smells like fish in floor. this place. No, no amphibians. Um, let's see, how about, how about...
3: act like this was a surprise you're the one that sent me the email oh, well i didn't know it was my responsibility to come up well, with the way we're giving you, them away well like i said i just gave you like 15 ideas you can use any of them
0: well can i'm simply thinking text
1: it over I don't
3: care. i'm thinking over which idea i like the best okay you, they can text in i love the ou club of tulsa and i'll pick winners i you know it doesn't matter to me
1: Hang on, I'm almost there. I almost know how I want to do this. Okay, how about this? This is how about the first but we have two pairs. That's right. We're not giving away all four at once, we have two pairs.
3: That's right? That's what I had planned, yeah. I mean, are you want to give away a family four pack? We can do that. What,
1: here's the question, trivia question, for one pair of tickets, okay? Okay. We just had Reggie Willits on the show. First person to text in, what major league team did Reggie Willits play for in his career?
3: Pretty sure there was only one. Yeah, and I think I know the answer to that. Oh, yeah, yeah, let me send you the answer. What uh,
1: first first pair of tickets? First person that can tell us what major league team did Reggie Willits play for in his career?
3: I mean, I know I know the answer. So okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not coach TJ. Not coach play. Okay, you understand? Well, my thing was I didn't know if that was I didn't realize it it was just one, but I know which one it is if it's just one. Yeah,
1: pretty sure it was just one. Okay, uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's just one. I'm looking at his. uh, Boom! We have a winner already. Just one. All right, cool. Text line. Well, what's the answer? What what did what did that person say? The texture. First
3: text in. Mm -hmm. The angels.
1: Hmm. Gonna have to be more specific.
3: Uh, no, a, that's correct. A lot of that's Yankee texts flowing in right now. No, nope. that's he where coached he coached for the yeah. Yankees.
1: He played for the Angels. See, we got some people, didn't we? Hey, the ah, uh, I'm good at this. The texter
3: with the short daughter that took pictures with Mo Bamba, our winner. So I'll get with that person and get them their pair of tickets.
1: All right, they get two tickets to the OU. I just want to clarify because this is what's confusing about you doing this contest today.
3: This is not for the Baylor series this weekend. Right. That would make it's total sense. It's for the Bedlam game on Tuesday. That would make total I wanted to sense. give someone plan, time to plan out and be able to TJ's go to the game on tickets Tuesday. Away
1: for a game a save long a time pair. from now.
3: Save a pair. for Monday or Tuesday. We've got another pair. You can save them if you like. Save yeah, that pair. That. Let's
1: save it and give me time right. to think
3: of another All great right. trivia question. Jeez, How get off my part? back, mister. So that what's
1: the person's name that just won the pair of tickets?
3: Uh, they don't have it signed here, so that's what I'm checking on now.
1: All right, congratulations. I hope you can go. hope this is somebody that uh, texts you back and says, yeah, you know what, I'm busy next Tuesday. I thought it was for tonight. That was a very confusing Yes, please be able, able to ran. use these. Bedlam Tuesday night in Tulsa. That's what this is for, 7 p.m. up there. I wonder if it's sold out yet. I was told it was almost sold out, so I wonder if it's sold out yet. All right, uh, Sweet 16 last night. Arkansas knocks out the Zags. Brackets went up in flames everywhere. Duke advances. Coach K still alive. 78-73 over Texas Tech. I did see some uh, a lot of Texas Tech fans complaining about the officiating on uh, Twitter last night. That was rich. Nova over Michigan and Houston over Arizona last night. So Arkansas-Duke. Villanova and Houston all advance. Tonight, four more games in the Sweet 16. Game one, six ten tonight. Purdue versus St. Peter's. 6-30, Kansas and Providence. 8-40, North Carolina, UCLA, Blue Bloods. 9 o'clock tonight, Iowa State and Miami. Two Big 12 teams remain. They both play tonight, Kansas and Iowa State. Who would have thunk it, huh? Iowa State scored 41 points in the quarterfinals of the Big 12 tournament and were sent to pack, and they're one of two Big 12 teams still standing in the NCAA tournament. Amazing. We also have OU Baylor's all over the place tonight. Tennis, 5 o'clock, heading to family indoor. Eh, you know, I think it's probably outdoor. I've said that twice now. Headington Family Tennis Center. How about that? 5 o'clock, OU and Baylor. Sooners ranked number three. This is women's tennis. Baylor ranked number 22. Softball tonight. OU, you know, undefeated, ranked number one. 630, they get Baylor. Their Big 12 opener tonight. Baseball also 630. Aces go head-to-head at Eldale Mitchell Park tonight. Uh, Jake Bennett for OU. Tyler Thomas. For Baylor, a couple of lefties with ERAs right around one. Should be a fun one tonight. So there you go. OU Baylor everywhere you turn on campus tonight. Those two teams playing each other. Speaking of that, when we come back, Derek Smith, play-by-play voice for Baylor Baseball, joins us to educate us up on the opponent. Skip Johnson's team will face off against this weekend. Back after this on the TRO in the morning show. The T-Row in the morning show is powered by Extreme Outdoor Equipment, your full-line dealer for bad Boy zero-turn mowers, tractors, and implements. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby, exit 104B, and I-44 at the Newcastle, Tuttle exit 108. All right, we heard from the Sooner dugout last hour. Let's go across the way now. Baylor in town to open Big 12 play tonight. Derek Smith does a great job for them on the call uh, Baylor Radio, and he joins us live now. Derek, good morning. How are you today?
2: Good morning, Toby. I'm well. Great to visit with you. Have you made your way
1: up yet, or you still uh, got to traverse I 35?
3: Uh oh. Uh oh. Derek, is he there? Let me try him wow. back for you. Maybe, Maybe I so. offended him with that I <laughs> 35 question. He may have been on I 35 and we lost him. Hold on. Let me call him back. Right,
1: very good interview off to a rough start mm-hmm. baylor 11 and 9 they have already played one big 12 series they lost two out of three last week to tcu in waco had a very impressive weekend in houston that was the highlight of the early schedule where they uh beat ucla and lsu down there all right i think we got derek back now did i offend you with that opening question derek was that did you hang <laughs> yeah. up on
2: this? Uh, no, I think I'm a victim of a uh, chubby cheek syndrome where I must have uh, inadvertently brushed to the uh, hang up button. So that's my apologies.
1: I do it all the time. No worries. Yeah. No worries. Um, anyway, tell me your general thoughts through 20 games of this Baylor baseball team this year.
2: You know, this is yeah, this is a team this year that came into the year you felt like was going to hit because they brought back seven of nine starters offensively. And for the first about two or three weeks of the year, they really didn't hit. Got good enough pitching to uh, win some big games and um, lost some games that they felt like they could have won, which I know that's kind of every baseball team at the beginning of the year. But it feels like the hitting is starting to come around. Um, The team has uh, had their best offensive week last week against uh, Sam Houston and TCU. So that part feels like it might be coming into form. Meanwhile, I've got great starting pitching from Tyler Thomas and from Will Rigney in particular. And the hope is that they start peaking at the right time here as Big 12 play begins. Um, they've be- defeated some good teams this year, um, five and uh, six and five against top 25 teams, but uh, still looking to really put it together where it feels like everyone's clicking.
1: It feels like that weekend in Houston, turned things in the right direction for them when they beat ucla and lsu down there
2: it did it did for sure and i think what's been good for this team is that you know they came back against it in the sunday night ball game they took an early lead in the ucla game and and held on to it with great pitching from tyler thomas and you know they're learning to win some some different ways they um they're learning to they're, they're learning what it takes to put it together game by game and it's it's funny because it's the areas in the past that have been strength that we're still figuring out who they are. You know, it's always been a great bullpen and a fantastic catcher. This year we're young in those areas, and they've been tested in those areas. And sometimes they've, uh, sometimes they've scuttled a bit, but other times they've come through. And they've been tested by a schedule that's in the top 25 toughest in the nation. Coach Rod did that on purpose. And so the feeling is is that they're well-prepared for, you know, this is our first Big 12 Road Series this weekend, and we've played games that give you that feel.
1: With so many familiar names, this is a really veteran team with Jared McKenzie and Kyle Nevin and Chase Wesner and Jack Pineda and Trey Richardson. I mean, these are names we've heard for years, it feels like, down in Waco. All right, Tyler Thomas, we should have a great pitching matchup tonight, two of the aces in the Big 12. Tell me what Tyler has done so well this year.
2: Yeah, you're right. I'm, I'm excited to see this matchup tonight. This should be a lot of fun uh, with Tyler and Bennett. And Tyler has picked up where he left off last year and uh, become even better. And, and some of it's confidence. He, His first couple years at Baylor, they figured out he had a thoracic outlet issue that was causing him to have some, some numbness in his pitching hand, um, just difficulty The feel wasn't right. And he was wondering, well, why is this not going well? Why am I walking so many guys? He worked hard. Well, he finally started putting it together his junior year, and then last season, um, his you know kind of true COVID senior year, he really put it together and he got he, he grew his confidence. And so this year he's still throwing strikes. He's got command, but he's got confidence. He's got a, he he's playing baseball with the uh, enjoyment that comes from doing it well after wondering why it wasn't going well. You know what I mean? He's just really kind of having fun and growing as an ace and. Even just talking to him, he sounds 10 years older than he did a couple years ago. He's just, he's just grown and matured. What
1: about, uh, you mentioned Will Rigney, the other starter who we will see on Sunday who's been off to a great start for them this year, uh, right-hander. W- tell me about Will Rigney.
2: So so Will Rigney came into Baylor two years ago, very highly touted. He was a local uh, local guy from here in the Waco area, drafted by the Giants fastball in the mid-90s, missed his senior year of high school with an injury, but, you know, everyone's still thinking he's going to come back, and, you know, then he dealt with season-ending injuries each of his first two years to the point that he only made three appearances for the Bears um, in his first two seasons with the program, you know, a shoulder issue, an elbow issue, to the point that he began to wonder if this was all going to work out, but he, he kept at it. And it's coming back together for him this year. He's healthy, and he still has a fastball. You know, he'll still hit 94, 95 miles an hour. He's got a really good slider. He's a big guy, six four, looks the part of the ace um, on the mound. And so everyone's really excited about him, A, just because he's worked, so back, worked hard to get back here to this point, but also because if this Baylor baseball team's able to do some of the things it wants to this year, you know how it takes a great rotation, and he could be that missing piece.
1: i are kind of going out of order here, but what about Kobe Andrade, who is slated to get the Saturday start? He's only got a couple of starts this year. Are they searching mm-hmm. for that third guy?
2: Yes, yeah, so Jake Jackson has pitched on Saturdays the first five weekends of the year, but you know, frankly he's struggled as of late, and he's had some innings that uh, really spiraled. He's got good stuff, but they decided to make this uh, change. And you might eventually see, uh, you, know, you know, I think they're still kind of figuring out who's who. But Kobe Andrade is a guy who has just come in and thrown strikes. He's very he's slight. He weighs 150 pounds. He's a left-hander, a transfer from Texas A&M with a fastball in the upper 80s. But he's got a deceptive arm movement. He, uh, he, and he throws strikes. I mean, you know how coaches are. If you throw strikes, you're going to have chances to go out there. And he's, uh, he's thrown strikes. And when teams have hit him, they haven't hit him hard. And so he's a guy who pitches to contact, and I feel like it's going to give him a chance to win.
1: You know, I'm looking at the offensive numbers. These two teams are fairly similar. Neither one has shown a lot of power early in the season. What's What's been the key? Maybe it's a person. Maybe it's not for Baylor offensively so far.
2: Well. As of late, it's been Trey Richardson, the second baseman. He's uh, on an eight-game hitting streak, hitting over 400 in that stretch and, and hitting the ball really hard. And what, what's funny about the team this year is it's been the proverbial, well, the bottom of the order came through tonight. Thank goodness for them. And then another game, it'll be, low. Well, the top of the order really played like the top of the order tonight. Good thing they did. The hope would be that they're coming together and clicking. And really the big thing as the year goes on is, you know, you mentioned Jared McKenzie earlier preseason All-American, unanimous All-Big 12, and after his first at-bat uh, a couple of Tuesdays ago, he was hitting below 200, which was not like him at all. But he's starting to come on again, and if he starts playing like that All-Big 12 performer, it all it feels like it's going to have a big impact up and down the lineup. Other guys are starting to step up, Trey Richardson, Chase Westner, and if he does that, that really makes the lineup a lot scarier.
1: Uh, last question, we'll let you go, Derek. This For Oklahoma, feels like a big weekend not you know it's the first week in a big 12 play we got a long ways to go in this thing but they've lost a few games uh over the la- you know the last week that uh, hurt them a little bit uh the, the, it just feels like boy they really need to get off to a good start in big 12 play does this feel i mean baylor's 11 and 9 you know their rpi is okay but you can't really get behind the eight ball. Is this, is this a big weekend for Baylor?
2: It is. It is. I, it, it's interesting. I think it's a real, it is a big weekend for both teams who do have a lot of similarities. And I think after the loss to uh, TCU last week, uh, we had the Saturday game in hand and uh, five walks in the ninth inning, allowed TCU to tie the game up, and then we lost in extra innings. We hold on to that. We win the series. Um, I think that makes this week for Baylor uh, even a little bit bigger, uh, looking to bounce back from that. But, but you're right, this feels like a couple of teams that kind of want to go the same places and have had some similarities at the start of the year and really the last couple of years. And so you want to find a way to kind of measure yourself against them and hopefully from a Baylor standpoint and an OU standpoint too, get that win for OU in the uh, opening Big 12 series and, and build off of that because you do want some momentum because this Big 12 is it's so challenging. You know that. There's really not an easy weekend in sight.
1: Derek Smith will be on the call all weekend for Baylor Baseball. Game 1, 630 tonight. Should be a great pitching matchup uh, between Jake Bennett and Tyler Thomas. Derek, safe travels up, and we'll see you at
2: Eldale Mitchell Park tonight. Thanks. Looking forward to it. Always was great to visit with you.
1: Thanks, bud. There you go. There's the Baylor perspective of what the Sooners may see over the next three days. Quick break. T-Row in the Morning Show rolls on, brought to you by Extreme Outdoor Equipment on a Friday. Back after this. The Ref. Network studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405 735 5510. Sorry, missed time that commercial break. Felt quick.
3: Welcome back. No, you're good. You're
1: good. Oh, boy, Teach, right?
3: Oh, Woo. boy. Oh, man. Woo. Right? Did you hit your oh. uh, late soccer-watching wall in the last few minutes or something? You're trying to, you're trying to power through the last uh, 30 minutes here? If, no. I get, if I get a little loopy here the last 30 minutes, I apologize now, okay? The painters are back in that? the building, and it's... Uh, oh, yeah. Woo! Yeah! Woo! Paint? Are we painting? Where are we painting? They've been in here the last couple of days, uh, all the doors and the trim and... Uh, I think they just started on my office back there. They just started painting back there in my office. So, did you hear how he said oh, "his office"? Everyone. Well, it is his my office. office. Back. I think wow. one guy's in Drake's office. One guy's in my office. Fancy. He's got his own office. I don't have an <laughs> office. You're sitting in an office right
1: now. No, it's my house. I don't have. A, I don't. Is there an office for me at the Ref Radio Network?
3: No, no. there's not. The studio. Hey. You can have it every morning from 6 to 9 a.m. That's your office. I have no place to work. If I go there, I have no place to work. i got to sit in the hallway. That is not That is not true. You can use my office. I share an office, uh, me and Josh Helmer, although Josh never uses it. I only use it for How's lunch, chem- really.
1: How's the chemistry around the uh, Ref Radio Network these days? Like, you know, the office meetings? Or- um... Does it it feel like there's any—is it good, or is there some scuttlebutt? Is there some
3: talking behind people's back? I don't really want to talk about this on the air because it's not real good. mm -hmm. That Parker Thune guy is a real—you know, he's a lot to handle.
1: So— He does seem like he would be a Disruptor,
3: that one. You know, my sources tell me that—I like that one. Dude, yesterday, like, he's made me feel old. I love how I went with the dude there. I went with my 11-year-old son there. Dude! Dude! Uh, (laughs) Listen to this, Right when I'm about to talk about a young guy. He's made me feel old several times. But yesterday, he drops the... uh, I don't remember what they were even talking about. I caught in the middle of it. But he, he drops the, well, not having ever seen Josh Heupel play in person, I can only go by what I saw on film. And I was like, what? It's Josh Heupel. He was just here. What do you mean you're not old enough to have seen Josh Hypo Play? Right then. I felt so old. Because I start adding his age up in my head and I'm like he's right. He was like 1 2 years old. How would he have yeah, seen Josh Hypo Play? Baby. He would have yeah. been a
1: baby. <laughs> yeah. So he's the problem. Oh, you would not Parker believe Thune it would Parker is the problem. You would High, maintenance.
3: High maintenance. High maintenance. He's always bossing people around.
1: He, everybody thought Steely was going to be high maintenance. Yeah, no, Steely when runs. He to, came over and was like, at, "Man, you guys are getting a giant ego in Mike Steely. He's been great to deal
3: with, hasn't he?" Steely is great. You know what he does? He runs in the office when he gets here, and he hides in this back studio to work on his show because he wants He's to stay away out. from Parker. Like, cause Parker will start yelling at him and telling him, "I don't like that idea," and right. uh, it's just a mess. What about Teddy? How's Teddy doing these days? How's he getting along with Tyler and everything? I haven't seen Teddy in forever. Well, um, I've only seen Teddy once, maybe in the last few weeks too. I don't see him as much now that he's on at three, you know. So mm-hmm. he's not in here as early as he used to be. So him and I don't cross. The, he's not raising
1: the Kane or anything. He's just
3: behaving. I himself. did text him earlier this week on something, and all I got back was a
1: oh bleep.
3: Yeah. So you know that's so about same how old, it goes same with Teddy. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what about machine
3: gun how's machine gun is he still firing off ideas and opinions um i don't i rarely see him anymore either because he's usually in an office uh, gun. interviewing some uh former softball player or something so guys. he like yeah, just shuts the door and uh, does a podcast that? by himself yeah
1: i was listening to them break down the uh, ou kentucky softball game the other day man Whew they know. They know their stuff. They those afternoon guys know their softball. <laughs>
3: <laughs> what? Uh, Why I'm are you sorry. making me laugh? <laughs> I'm being serious. So passive aggressive. <laughs> I'm being serious.
1: <laughs> they got the line. They know the lineup and uh, all the you know the strengths and weaknesses. And there's no weaknesses, by the way. But. Yeah, we got a podcast you can listen to here on the uh, flagship station of OU Baseball. It's a softball podcast. That's right. Um, and uh, <laughs> w- where can people find that podcast, TJ?
3: Um, I'm not even sure nowadays. <laughs> everywhere.
1: Is it on where podcasts are sold? Everywhere podcasts Every- everywhere are
3: sold. Everywhere podcasts are sold, that's right, yeah. Apple, Is wherever we you get your uh, podcast? How often do we it, do the podcast? I think they say it's once a week, but I swear he puts out 15 a week. He works hard on that thing. Yeah, we got a sponsor for it. Is it making us some money? Uh, I should probably know that, but I don't. Yeah, I think so. But you're not going to meetings. Are you on the outs? Are you no longer in the I'm, know? I'm not. Uh, it's Tyler's baby. Like I'm not involved in that. So I mean, if he has meetings, um, it's not with me. So yeah, it's kind of his thing. You got one foot out the door, don't you? I mean, let's be honest. <laughs> Let's tell it like
1: it is. You've got the lake in front of you this well, weekend, all kinds of it has sunshine. has nothing to do with
3: the podcast.
1: You got one foot out the door, don't you?
3: <laughs> I'm just not involved in the podcast meeting. What time like are say. you guys leaving for the lake today? Um, Probably around three when we pick Bronx up from school.
1: Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Pack the Lulu lemon bag. Cavens. No, I knew that. Cavens is the
3: sponsor. I should have known. Cavens sponsors everything boss man just told me. Cavins.
1: Pack the uh, Lulu lemon bag with some sandwiches and beverages and head out to the lake.
3: Uh, something like to... that.
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll miss you at Eldale this weekend, but I, I know you'll su- be listening. I may be out there Sunday. I know you'll be listening on your front porch down there supporting the team in your own way.
3: Uh, I'll be listening to you, and I may be out there Sunday. We haven't decided if we're having baseball practice yet or not, but um, so we may be out there Sunday. Maybe a little Sunday emergency practice before the Monday opener? Yeah, yeah, that's what we're thinking about.
1: Yeah. Hmm. Don't want to overdo it with the kids, you know, early
3: in the season. No, no. You don't want to no, wear well, them out, but at the same time, you want to be ready. You want to true, be ready. And I don't think we've wore them out. We've had two practices so far, so I think we're good. That would be three right, if we have that
1: one. So. Ask me who's winning the Sweet 16 games tonight, please. We oh, have not given oh, people our pitch yet. We've got to show, you know.
3: hurry with that, don't we? Let You're beating see. around the bush talking about uh, all this scores, nonsense. If uh, people want to know right about the Sweet here, 16 games. Uh, Friday. Game 1, 6.09 tip-off on CBS. The Cinderella of the Dance. Fifteenth-seeded St. Peter's against the third-seeded your national champion Purdue Boilermakers. That game from the Wells Fargo Center in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Not
1: even the Pearly Gates will be able to defend Purdue tonight. Their size is too much. Zach Eddy at seven foot four. Uh, Jaden Ivy, projected lottery pick. He's a stud. Purdue will advance easily and end the Cinderella ride of St. Peter's.
3: Next. 6:29 tip off on TBS United Center in Chicago. Number 1 seed Kansas taking on 4th seeded Providence.
1: I just feel like Kansas is always playing in Chicago. They play there a bunch. Uh Kansas, I'm telling you. I told you this in the Big 12 tournament. If Remy Martin has decided to play, you
3: did
0: say Kansas, that.
1: Kansas is a problem. He's playing well. And Kansas will get by Providence tonight. Ochai Abaji and Remy Martin might just win it all.
3: Next, eight thirty nine on CBS. Back to Philadelphia, four uh, eight matchup. UCLA versus North Carolina. The flying
1: elbows of Brady Manick back in the lineup tonight. Tar Heels hung on to win over Baylor. After blowing a 25-point second-half lead, they've won 13 of their last 16 now. They are hot. UCLA, of course, went to the Final Four last year with Jaime Haquez, But he hurt himself last weekend, TJ. You remember? Haquez hurt himself. Don't know if he's going to be able to play or not. I think North Carolina's the pick here. I'll take North Carolina. <laughs>
3: Next. The one year I don't pick them. Uh, 859 tip-off. Let's just make it 9 o'clock on TBS. United Center in Chicago. The 11-10 matchup, Iowa State versus the Miami Hurricane. A meteorological
1: dream, TJ, in this matchup. (laughs) That's true. That is true. The Hurricanes and the Cyclones going head-to-head tonight. A 10 versus an 11 Iowa State has pulled off a magic trick at the start of the NCAA tournament. They were playing terrible basketball, but T.J. Otzelberger has them going. Uh, they've got one of the most electric scorers in the nation when he's hot. However, I think Miami's got the more well-rounded team here. I like Cam Mcgusty, Charlie Moore uh, to advance. I'll take yes. the Miami Hurricanes.
3: Yes. All right. You got them going all the way to the Elite Eight? I got them going to that round. What a pick. What a pick that was Let's go.
1: Uh, Recapping, Purdue, Kansas, North Carolina, and Miami are your winners tonight. Here you go. 847, Chris Plank joins us to wrap it up. OU Softball back in action tonight at Merida Hines Field. Back after this.
0: This hour of the T-Row in the morning show is brought to you by RK Black, a leading
1: provider of office technology solutions for small and medium-sized businesses. Call 405-943-9800 or visit rkblack.com. Time to hit them with the crossover brought to you by the Cleveland County Family YMCA as we welcome in Chris Plank.
0: Hey, how was Rudy's last night, Chris? Oh, it was awesome. It really was. It was – you know, Huddle was a two-person show last night. So, you know, when you got just doing another person to do an hour of of TV, Mm -hmm. there's always some, like, nerves going into it maybe. But Miguel Chavis proceeded to step to the stage wearing a sharp blazer and brought the house down. So any of those concerns that were there uh, quickly vanished. And then, of course, I got a chance – how long I got, did he hang out with you? How
1: many segments was he? Two in? Two
0: full segments, and and okay. probably he was. His wife was with him. Got to meet his wife. Great family. Um, I, I can't, I can't wait for fans to truly get to know Miguel Chavis more because that was really fun last night. Um, but yeah, he stayed for two. I, Drake can attest to it. Really solid, long segments. Might have done a nice. third one, but I think him and his wife were trying to, to have a little date night maybe to slide in there. So it was a good time, mm-hmm. man. We we missed you. and then. And then, Toby, later, I got to sit for an hour and talk golf, uh, and Ryan Hibble had the final two segments of the show last night. And, man, that guy's awesome. Uh, I know you have him on quite a yeah. bit. But yeah. I, sitting down with Ryan Hibble, I probably haven't had a chance to talk to Coach Hibble in, gosh, man, Toby, at the very least, maybe maybe at least three months, right? He's awesome, man. But I, it's just you sit down and it's like you never skip the beat, right? And you're just having a conversation like it's a, it's a elementary school friend that you just caught up with because everything is just boom, 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 and and he's been keeping. I know he listens, so it was really, it was yeah. really fun last night. We had a good time, man. He's
1: right near the top of my favorite OU coaches rankings that I reveal every week, so he's very high up there. But the I was I a, like little, him a lot. Oh,
0: he was great, and and it's well worth your listen. Um, I'm about to download it on the podcast page right now at Soonersports.com slash podcast. Uh, but yeah, he was great. And so was Veronique Drew and Luttrell, which again, on me, probably this is one of those things everyone knew and I didn't. But when she came, when Coach Drew and Luttrell came to Norman, the only person she knew was Ryan Hibble because they were at Georgia together. And so it was just kind of a, a fun night and having both of them there and Talking to Miguel Chavez, it worked. I was a little nervous. I won't. I won't lie, Toby. When Gabe Eichert calls out on Monday, that kind of makes you a little bit more concerned. But yeah, tra- that, your tra- load got it. heavier. <laughs> Good. I'm glad. I'm glad it went well. Um, tell
1: I've, me about Baylor. What's uh, What's the uh, What's the uh, challenge
0: tonight? So they You've played seen Baylor already this year. You want a while? I, I haven't quite gone through the whole stat, but I can just give you the date. Baylor does have one significant advantage over every recent Oklahoma Sooner opponent. Uh here is why. Because since Oklahoma and Baylor played on that Thursday in Hawaii, the the Baylor Bears were the last team to get a hit against the Sooners with a runner in scoring position. <laughs> in, in every game I, I I don't know the exact number. No- it's not a very big number either. I mean, it's just it's it's phenomenal. But, yeah, Kentucky didn't. You know, that whole Hawaii weekend, no one did. That last weekend, no one did. I mean, Kentucky loaded the bases with nobody out in yeah. the in the first inning and didn't. Uh, so, there's one good thing for Baylor. They had a hit with a runner in scoring position against the Sooners. Um, it's been a kind of a weird prep, T-Row, because, and I don't know, may, maybe this is a little bit too in the weedsy, but I feel like, I would know how Baylor teams should look numbers-wise because we've done so many of their games, and it's Glenn Moore. I'm sure you could probably you know feel the way about some of the baseball coaches that have been there for a while. Jim Schlossnagel when he was at TCU, right? You kind of knew what his teams would look like and how they would play and what they His teams haven't had that same look or swagger to them since probably about, man, 2017. It's just, again – it's weird, right? Because you prepare for a Baylor team and in a lot of the matchups I've had, they've been one of the best teams on their schedule. I mean, remember there was that long stretch where they were the only team that had a win against Oklahoma at Marita Hines Field. So this doesn't look like those typical Baylor teams. They looked um, they, they looked a little undermanned. Now they have some talent. They have a couple of, of, of really highly thought of prospects. But I just—it's weird. I mean, I'm not trying to dump on anyone, right? But it just—it doesn't look like what a Baylor team would typically look like in softball. So three run rules? <laughs> Did I talk too much about Baylor there? Yeah, yeah. Three run rules, probably, Toby. I mean, it was what twelve to three when they got him in Wakeout. He
3: said you were going to be uh, belling on the spring game. I said he'll be done by one thirty that day. <laughs> yeah.
0: I. By the way, that's so that's one o'clock. Maybe if they pushed up one more hour, we might be done against Iowa State. But, I, yeah, Toby, there. I did something very nerdy last night. I went and organized my scorebook, right, because I'm not a Bob hmm. Carpenter scorebook guy yet. I still kind of have loose sleeve. And it's just kind yeah. of incredible. I was looking over that Baylor box score. And, you know, Oklahoma literally in that game went out and put two, four, eight, like eight runs on the board in the first inning against Baylor. So the rest of the game is just like – Kick my feet up. Ouch. Right? So yeah. it it should be it should be interesting. Marita Heinz Field tonight. How about that? Yeah, only the second home game of the season for the Sooners. So I'm pretty pumped about it, man. I won't lie. Very cool. Very cool. All right, Chris, have a great show. Thanks, Toby. Have and a great day, have man. A
1: great call this weekend. I might bug you for a preview a little bit later yeah, on I'll, if that's okay. I'm literally at your disposal. So let's do it. Very cool. All right. And talk to you on Monday. I see. It, probably before that. So yeah. Chris Plank, Plank Show, coming up next with Josh Helmer. Thank you to Reggie Willits and Derek Smith for joining us today. You fine folks for listening. TJ, have a great weekend at the lake. You folks, I'll see you tonight, 6.30, first pitch, 6 o'clock pregame at Eldale Mitchell Park. Have a great weekend, everybody.